Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast, taking you closer than ever to the world's finest sports cars and the culture and history behind them. Brought to you by NineWorks.co.uk, the innovative online platform for Porsche enthusiasts, NineWorks Radio is presented by Porsche journalist Lee Sibley and 993 owner and engineer Andy Brooks, with special input from friends and experts around the industry, as well as our valued listeners. Enjoy the episode. Ching. To Nine Works Radio. To Nine Works Radio. We're back. Hello, guys. Nice to see you all. Yes. Thank you very much for joining us listening at home. Uh, this is Lee and joined by Andy Brooks. Yeah. So, what we've got planned for the series then? So, well, we've got a series from now on. Lots. Yeah. So, unbelievably, Andy, we are actually organised. <laughs> Should we be saying that? <laughs> yeah, it might, might go belly up. But yeah, for, for once, we've actually got the majority um, content-wise of this series already yeah. nailed. Um, I don't know about you. I'm pretty excited by it, mate. Yeah, like lots of stuff coming. Big time, big time. Yeah. So um, Nine Works Radio is, um, as Andy and I like to do and always have done, is go big on the stories. Everybody in the industry has got a story to tell. Yeah. So we're still keen to... Um, to use this podcast as a platform for that. But in addition, we're essentially going to just be going bigger and better. Yep. So more people on uh, each episode will have a lot more kind of uh, expert advice as well, mm-hmm. um, just to help us all make the best decisions within our kind of Porsche lifestyles, um, whilst remaining true to our core value, telling stories. Yeah. So we'll still be doing crew shows. Yeah, got lots of lots of different crew coming along. Yes, so we'll be introducing them in the coming weeks. That will be kind of semi regular. Yeah, um, you and I are the ever present. Yeah, and yes, joined by literally a load of people, <laughs> <laughs> a load of people each and every episode. So the whole point is, dear listener, that this will be bigger and better. Yeah, I'm going to get lots of listeners on as well. Yes. Yes. Integrate them into the into yeah. the podcast. And, and, and as, we, as we did a few episodes back in Road to Redline days, yeah. uh, we had some real great... In fact, on the last episode, the KN episode, we had some KN owners and that was fantastic content. Yeah. I th- uh, really that. good to speak to them and get their ideas and info on those, time, on those cars. Big time. I am actually going to stick my neck out and say that was one of my favourite episodes on the whole. Yes. Just yeah. by... And, and I think will set the template for Nineworks Radio going forward because yeah. um, we had the expert review from Scott, the technician. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we focused on the Cayenne. He gave us um, the technician's report on, on Cayennes generally and buying tips. Then we had uh, from our listeners, we had the ownership story. So yeah. this is the real world nitty gritty. This is what you can expect to yeah. own the car. Guys that have actually paid money out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, we fluffed it up <laughs> with, a, with a bit of chat <laughs> in there, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that's it. And you gave your, you know, first drive impression of it. Yeah. Um, and I think to me, like that just gave like a really good, um, well-rounded report on um, a small subject within this kind of Porsche niche that we kind of find ourselves sitting in these days. So um, absolutely going forward, I I do. More of that, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So more people, more stories, more insight. Otherwise, more quality, more more, more everything. 100%. Indeed. (laughs) Yeah, sorry for the extended break. 
That's been good. Been lots it? going on. Yes. Any sun loungers for you, Andy? Um, ooh, uh, no, I've got one coming up soon. But Excellent. Yeah. Very good. Talk yeah. about the tan. How about you? You've been a very busy boy. It has been busy. Yeah. All Porsche stuff, though, which is even better. <laughs> so you, you, well, you haven't hit, hit the sun lounger, but you have been away. No, the only lounge I've hit is my own, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the odd kip on the sofa. <laughs> it has been, has been a busy time, um, which is definitely to the benefit of, uh, well, everybody, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because. Where have you been? Where have I been? Um, gosh, it's a great question. I can't remember. <laughs> Porsche? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. God. Yeah, have been absolutely everywhere, all in the name of quality multimedia editorial, um, including the Porsche Museum. Wonderful. Always good for like the annual um, annual trip back to uh, the Mecca for us uh, Porsche fans, back to the museum. So that was good. That was for Sound Night, yep. um, among other things, uh, which you'll see uh, via Nineworks TV coming up with some um, really cool videos with some cars. There was the launch of Nineworks officially, which we did via an Instagram Live um which went down very well from porsche platz yes yeah so uh, the guys at the porsche museum who by the way i'd just like to have a a, a personal shout out and veal and dank um to my friends at the porsche museum because they are honestly they they cannot do more for you um as an enthusiast and in a a professional capacity yeah um all of them are uh yeah devout kind of enthusiasts to the porsche brand yeah they really do live and breathe it in, in a way that's totally different to over here. Yeah, I think if not, you, not the corporate live and breathe it, it's a definitely, enthusiastic live and breathe. Yeah, I think over here, um, people are, in the name of their career just tend to be a little bit more mercenary and there's a lot of changing in the automotive trade. Yeah. Um, whether it's there, if you live in Stuttgart, you work for th- one of three companies, Porsche, uh, Bosch or Mercedes. Yeah. And, and you, if you start at one, you don't tend to leave. Yeah. Um, so they've all been there from day dot. They all live locally. They, you know, none of them would dream of kind of working at any other sort of institution. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they live and breathe it and it makes all the difference. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they could not have been more accommodating for me and, and for the Nineworks endeavour. I said, look, I'd kind of love to launch it from Porsche Platz. And they said, yeah, we've got a room at the top of the museum that overlooks the uh, the sculpture Amazing. on Porsche Platz. Yeah, and just phenomenal. So, yeah, thank you to um, Alex and Christian um, and Astrid and the guys in, the, in yeah. the PR department there at the museum. So, thank you. Excellent. Well done. Great uh, launch. I watched it. No, thank and you, And I'm mate. sure lots, well, I saw that lots of other people did as well. Yeah. Um, and if you, I believe that's still on Instagram, isn't it? If you want to go and look at it. Yes. Because that'll update you on what's happening with Nineworks. Yes, definitely. So it's, uh, I think it's about 45 minutes long. And we had a couple of interviews with some founding partners, um, which gives you a little bit of a flavour of kind of what's going to be coming up, what we're going to be doing with those yeah. people um, and, and, and how, how it benefits you at home as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it also gives you a little bit more of a flavour of, of Nineworks, uh, really, and, and what we're about. Although I'm sure people will find out. So Nineworks Radio is an extension of Nineworks. Yep. The, the website, the platform, which is nineworks.co.uk. And it essentially, it's a, it's, I'm calling it an online hub for the Porsche enthusiasts. It yep. basically helps you and I and, and, and people listening at home just get closer to their Porsche passion. So quality multimedia editorial, um, yep. hopefully such as what we're doing now, Andy. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, podcast, video, written articles as well. Yep. There's some cracking articles on the website currently. So that 911 guy is now... 
Nine Works TV. Yep. So that's so bringing it all under the same brand. Yeah. So there's the the quality multimedia editorial, which again, to be honest, Andy stands for everything I've done with YouTube and and hopefully with the magazine and and, and what we do with this podcast. So yeah. it, if as a viewer or reader or watcher, if you can't learn something, it's kind of to my mind pointless doing it yes. from a creator's yeah. point of view. You know. Yeah. Um, it's got to be meaningful content, hasn't yeah. it? You, yeah, exactly. As you learn from it, definitely. Yeah, yeah. you know. So uh, there was one particular article that I read this week, which was um, nine six four oil, oil recommendations. Yes, okay. Um, and that's got some great content in it. Yeah, you know, because it's it is a bit of a an art. Definitely, um, yeah. Filling the oil on a an air cooled Porsche. Yeah, particularly nine six fours and the nine nine three. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there was some great content in there. So yeah. oh, great. It was a fantastic yeah. article written by Ali Cusick. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's the point. And, and, and again, you know, like the, with us doing this podcast, we're not doing it to massage our egos. Um, we're doing it because we're on a journey and, and we hope you're on a journey at home as well listening. Yeah. Um, and we just want to take everybody along with it. So that, that's really what Nine Work stands for is that quality editorial is the bedrock Got of, of uh, the business talking of what nine works stand for yes what does works stand for um, i think i've read something but it might be worth just outlining that uh yes in your words uh, yes so believe it or not there is method in the madness of the name <laughs> yeah um slightly <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah it, it basically uh, works stands for a few things um they are the german versions of them because uh, that's obviously where porsche hails from yeah um but in 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 short it's knowledge excellence emotion culture and fun mm-hmm. and which i think it's kind of it's why we immerse ourselves in in our kind of porsche passion anyway yeah um, but seeing as I know you're gagging to take the mickey, so we'll have a go at pronouncing the German. <laughs> Come on, bring it yeah. on. So we've got knowledge, which is Wissen. Yeah. This is right. allegedly, by the way. Yeah. Excellence, which is excellence. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> a difficult one. Yeah. yeah. This one's horrendous. Emotion is Rurung. <laughs> really? Rurung. Yeah. yeah. Culture is culture with a K. Yeah. And no E. Um, and fun is Spars. So, yeah. Wunderbar. Wunderbar, indeed, (laughs) yeah. Sure. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, they are the values which any kind of, not just editorial, Andy, but any event we do. Yeah. um, Absolutely anything that is associated with the brand of Nineworks will have one of those five core values involved with it. Excellent. Um, Which is nice as a bit of a mission statement, really. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, there's editorial and then uh, there's 36,000 Porsche parts for sale on nineworks.co.uk yep. there'll be more than 40,000 soon once our friends at Heritage Parts Centre join us cool so you can get all sorts of car parts on there plus lifestyle products we've chosen some um, bits and pieces that we like and we think people listening at home will like as well yeah um, there's a classified section only from reputable dealers yeah and I just wanted to move away previously you and I have spoken about like the um, the fascination and the craze I would say of like mm-hmm. online auctions and that yeah. side of things where people are very happy to spend a lot of money sight unseen on a something they've never seen before. Yeah. And I just think that's very scary. Or without too much um Due sort diligence. Of, yeah. 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 It's scary. So um I'd like to protect people's money. Yeah. <laughs> basically. So yeah, I mean you know, there are other platforms where, you know, anyone you can just go on and list a car that's for sale on your drive and that's fine. But again, in kind of working in the industry for ten years, yeah. Um I know the difference I'd like to think between kind of good, great and excellence. Yeah. Um and I think it's So these are these are brands that you 
you feel comfortable standing behind. Yeah, the enterprises. Yeah. I say, look, you know, I've known them and worked with them for ten years. Sometimes even bought a car off them, um, yeah. and I vouch for their quality. Yeah. So the idea is you you can buy with kind of confidence on there, or at yeah. least engage with confidence. Um, so it's that that kind of classifieds bit, and then yes, we've got like um, an awards that will be like an annual highlight for Nine Works, which again members or subscribers we call them um yep. which is it's free to register yeah how do you become works. a subscriber yeah so just go hit the website up obviously nineworks.co.uk um and yeah just hit register and it's as simple as that you can there's your own members area yep. we can keep an eye on your cars um engage with people for like finance quotes and and all the rest of it um we're going to add a cool feature that you've suggested about like what's on so you can yep. it's a calendar a central hub really so well that we, came from one of our patrons actually uh, isn't it? okay was that toby it was yeah uh, toby so thank you toby, toby. yeah so uh, we've elaborated on that i think that's going to be a, an amazing yeah. feature yeah so and and that's kind of the point really so um yeah exemplified completely there someone in the in the community has suggested it yeah and where the site is completely bespoke built we can go yeah no problem we'll do yeah. that it's to the benefit of everybody because as you know especially post-covid there's like three week three events a weekend yeah it's been a busy time isn't it you, and uh, it came from toby because he'd missed a couple of events yeah. that he like saw pictures of and stuff and it's like oh i didn't even know about it yeah so yeah, yeah the idea is to put uh, together a page that's got um, all of the events, um, our subscribers will be able to submit that, um, those events, yeah. and we will vet those, make sure we haven't already got it on the site or, you know, it's, yeah. a, that it's an event that we feel we want to put our kind of name against. Yeah, I guess. Just, just help, you know, whoever's event it is, obviously yeah. it doesn't have to be our own, it's a third party one, just like help, help promote good events run by good people for, for an awesome community. And yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that will be on on the members area. Um, there's also like some some offers and exclusives and deals and whatnot yeah. that our kind of partners and founding partners currently uh, are offering subscribers. So it's completely unique to Nineworks, and, and it's all all on that members area. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do. I, I'm a. It's something that's been brewing for quite a while, which obviously you're well aware of, Andy. And I'm so excited by it. Yeah, I've Honestly, seen how much you are, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm so excited by just the idea of just, um, as I say, taking people a little bit closer to the cars. We all see how much passion there is out there for yeah. these cars. It's it's quite unbelievable. Um, so again, it's about kind of letting people immerse themselves in that a bit more, learning more. Um, it's such a big subject, isn't it? There's so much to huge, it that so you can diverse. learn about. Yeah, and that's a really good point, actually, yeah. as well. So it's not just 9-11. Um, historically, I've just been associated with 9-11 yeah. through the old day job now at the magazine. Um, but branching out of it. Yeah, so if, it, if it's got a Porsche badge on the front, it tends to be an enthusiast following for it. And yeah. if that's the case, we are so happy to cover it. Yeah. Um, so that's it. But again, like the, the awards, so subscribers and members, that's that's your opportunity to vote and really vouch for who you think stands for excellence in the industry. Excellent. Um, it'll be held in the springtime. Yeah. The event itself will be at Charade Accident Repair in Cannock. That's where I did a fried eggs event. Mm-hmm. Um, be a really cool setting for an awards. Uh, we're going to hold it like in the workshop basically. Yeah. So cool. that'll be, yeah, that'd be really cool. But again, you know, and that's, that's where, where members and enthusiasts ultimately get to say, look, these, these guys and girls are awesome in whatever the yeah different kind of categories are we'll disclose later um so cool, yeah honestly yeah i'm so excited about it andy i really am and um 
yeah, like here's the good content, mate, to be honest with you. Absolutely. Happy yeah. days. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Tops. Grand. Um, going back to Porsche Platz. Mm. Um, you were there for a particular reason. Yes. Which was to listen to car, all sort of range of different cars. Yeah, so Sound Night is um, something that Porsche does every How year. long have they done it? Well, oh, five years, the, I think. Is it five years? Yeah, so it going? started as quite a small event. Then yeah. it got quite, it, and it was from Porsche Platz. What was it just like a, originally? Was it, would I be right in saying it was just like a bit of a, not a dinner party event for a few hundred people? It kind of looked like that. There's a stage, wasn't yeah. there? And they wheeled a car That's out and I've they seen. went, you know, oh, listen to this. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. as a concept. <laughs> everybody with a bit of carbon it's dioxide. Like, it's, yeah, <laughs> somebody, and, you know, God bless the internet with just like, you know, keyboard warriors and that. Yeah. Um, and so it was on live from where we were watching. You could see the YouTube um, YouTube screen and, and what was yeah. going on and someone put ah fume night my <laughs> and you just think you know uh, well, there we go god bless the internet brings yeah. out the best and worst in us all but um yeah like yeah it, it, we're all petrol heads sound is such a crucial component yeah. of engagement with a sports car and the sports cars appeal yeah to us um so yeah then it got quite big they moved it to an arena which right. obviously adds to it. We like to see yeah. cars um in motion they are mobiles yeah <laughs> uh, automobiles so yeah, then COVID hit, so they had a um, what was a two-year hiatus. Yeah, came back this year, good and proper, which was split over two venues: the museum uh, on Porsche Platz for road-based cars, yeah, and then Weissach for the race cars. Yeah, um, I was at the museum. I would have given absolutely every organ to be at Weissach. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe another time. Yeah, there were some cars there, weren't there? Yeah, wow. yeah. There was some very excited. Uh, Porsche presenter. I don't know if you. Did, yes. Yeah. So you clocked it. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm not yeah. sure if that was real excitement or put on for the well, camera. I, it made got, me chuckle I, so much. I got the impression. I'm so glad you saw it. I was going to ask, did you watch it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I did, you, yeah, you have. Yeah. So um, I am adamant about you know half an hour before they've gone on air. Yeah. Someone. <laughs> they all took some, coke. Someone. <laughs> I, I am I'm, I am adamant that somebody has gone up to the guy and just like given him a, a, a whole barrel of just blue Smarties. That's it. Only only the blue ones, you know? Yeah. And just say, look, mate. He was on it. Have a bang he? on that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he was He was funny. It. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen it, you need to you need to yeah. log on. It's on YouTube. It is on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Watch Sound Night and watch out for the Vice Act. He is. Uh, guy, he was in a purple yeah like uh polo neck wouldn't <laughs> yeah, he? And, he, and was, he got extremely excited batshit cray wasn't yeah. he the other thing that i thought was funny so again like where you're watching like the live comments come up and there was some something rodriguez i can't remember who yeah. it was but and he would post every 30 seconds and he would just be professing his love for mark weber <laughs> so and like it would be at a stage where it was just like he'd put hi mark and obviously mark weber is being asked um questions by um smarties man yes so obviously he can't see youtube but this guy's going hi mark and there's no response the 30 seconds later he's in like caps hi mark and then 30 (laughs) seconds later it's just like who's here because they love mark and it was basically like uh, what's the old eminem song uh with dido stan do you know when he writes the letter to the fan and and he doesn't get back so you get the fan gets more and more angry it was basically like a youtube live version of that (laughs) and by the end he was just like spitting feathers because his hero mark webber wasn't talking to him so yeah we've all been there mate by the way (laughs) uh, fantastic what um what was your favorite 
car from the evening because they had 20 out altogether road and race yeah um well the one that always stands out is the carrera gt and yeah. the noise that makes Special, just isn't it? makes the hairs on the back of your neck go doesn't it, it yeah the, the first time i heard one of those it was like what the fuck is that yeah and yeah. it still is what the fuck is that because yeah. it is amazing it's it, just it's unlike crazy. anything else out there yeah you know? um and i mean to be honest you know our friend's got one yeah and um but even then when he's been out on it i haven't to be honest i haven't truly appreciated it and then um so just before sound night they obviously they warm all the cars up yeah. because they're they do things properly so all the technicians they had the road base cars at the back of the museum yeah um and the museum building itself i mean it's a stunning yeah. structure isn't it but at, at the back that it kind of it envelopes like a concourse area mm. um real big like overhang and it basically just everything was like reverberating oh, off of that it. Was it was amazing just, oh honestly it was amazing yeah. and the, the Carrera GT was there and obviously they're warming the engine up and then start blipping it and whatnot and it just you know it's just outrageous the throttle response on that it's just and, and that's the thing as well you could just tell how quickly yeah it that just engine winds up was. yeah and it was it was unbelievable yeah unbelievable yeah um, but some of the older cars as well I mean there's obviously the 917 there what's the little hill climb car white and green I can never remember uh, the Berg Spider yes yeah see that was cool wouldn't yeah, it yeah that was yeah. really cool it was funny just seeing and again obviously it's a very very old car yeah but where that was doing laps of Vysak it was um, it was very slow wasn't it yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean just by comparison to some of the other stuff yeah. they did and you could really see um, but that's like not 395 kilos yeah it was it was which you know you're looking at it's like three you know large people really yeah isn't it you know what i mean yeah. for i mean that is that is mental to yeah. have all you know an engine and whatnot in there crazy um, yeah it, it it was but maybe i'm thinking of a different car but one of them i'm sure it was that it was quite it was it was very slow and like you could yeah. see when he changed gear basically like it was like it was like double declutch and whatnot right. obviously you know yeah. being mechanically empathetic being, to the car yeah, sympathetic to it. yeah and um it, yeah, it was just, but again, it's nice where you, you pick things like that up that you wouldn't when they're just, you know, stationary yeah. with like static revs. So yeah. again, I, I think kudos to the museum. It was the right thing to do. Um, Which one was your fave? Oh, I just think CGT. And, and to be honest, yeah. the, the, um, the 917, the, the 69 car, I think Mark Lieb was driving it very early on. I was just like, that's amazing. Yeah. The only time I have seen a 917 being driven, uh, well, in fact, I've kind of not really because you only see pictures um you know or, yeah. or or steve mcqueen's film le mans yeah um, i've seen some at goodwood okay yeah 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 so pretty amazing that i mean that and that is it and it was just i mean to see that with your own eyes as well by the yeah. way it's amazing but you know to see a 917 like going around their test track porsche's r&d test track yeah. was just like wow that's amazing that looks as crazy today so in 1969 and, and whatnot yeah. that must have just been unbelievable yeah just craziness so that's out cool. out of worldly back then yeah just, yeah. yeah i want to ask you though so um sound is intrinsically important to yeah. a sports car where how important basically do you do you think it is where would you rank sound in your kind of um sports car attributes <sighs> how, you know how important oh that's interesting because you know where i've been recently driving an electric car yeah um it's much lesser in an electric car yeah because there's still sound but it's different different. yeah uh i think it's important that it's a quality sound Mm. and that the sound means something 
Yeah, I don't like a four banger. So, yeah, it's important. Yeah. But I don't think it's as probably as important as I thought it was before driving electric stuff. Really? So not, not as important as it once was, basically. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Max has done a really good article for that on Nineworks. Um, yeah. The went weekly Wednesday want. Yeah. Really good. I enjoyed, enjoyed those articles. Yeah. Excellent. It's, it's, Max is having good fun with those. Yeah. And um, yeah, listening at home, it's definitely worth um, having a butcher's, I would say. Yeah. And yeah, he had a week with a car from Porsche Centre Leeds and it basically turned his head. Yeah. Um, not to the point of buying one, don't get me no. wrong, but he, he just said that the, the, the noise... Because he's very six-cylinder, isn't he? Very he's got, much so, yeah. He's, uh, he's, I, I describe I, Max as a purist. Yeah. You know? Lights is normally aspirated yeah. six-cylinder. Yeah. Whether that's Porsche or BMW, yeah. He's, yeah, he's always six. Definitely. So yeah. he, um, obviously, you know, he was given the, the four-banger to roll around with, and by yeah. the end of the week, he said, actually, it's not kind of that much of a problem for yeah. him as he was perhaps expecting. So, um but nevertheless, that engine is still kind of talked about a lot. And Porsche did yeah. go back to the six cylinders with the, the Cayman box, the platform. So is that an emission from the manufacturer itself? Possibly to me, to be honest. Yeah, I think it definitely is for the European and American market. Yeah. but um, I know they, they sell a shitload of those over in China and wherever else. Mm. Um, so, yeah. But I think... It's definitely a step back, isn't it, in the yeah. in the traditional markets. But then what you're saying, um, since you've gone electric, to answer a daily question for you, um, it's interesting that sound perhaps isn't as important as yeah. it once was. Yeah. Uh, talking electric, Mission R, should we interject quickly on that? Yeah, I mean, what, what, do what you, did you think to the look of it? Uh, to be honest, I just well, completely was not fast by it. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought well, it was amazing. You, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, maybe we'll come back to that another yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. It could be a, a race car of the future. Um, Porsche is talking of, because it was said for like for one make series, didn't it? Which yeah. is Carrera Cup. But in the same breath, they're talking about um, having their race cars powered by e-fuels for yeah. Carrera Cups. So it's like, well, so what is it then? You know, yeah. is e-fuels just going to bridge the gap for a few years? In which case, what's the point in investing, you know, X yeah. billion into producing e-fuels? I guess you've got to cover both bases, haven't you? Well, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Um, right. Anyway, back to sound. Should we go? Sorry, interjected there and yeah. took us, diverted us off. Well, no, we mentioned the point about that not being as important to you. And they yeah. had um, a couple of electric cars there. Okay. So, the 918, which obviously is a hybrid, yes. was running yeah. on electric power for a little bit. Then um, they wheeled out the 9XX or 99X Formula yeah. E car. Yeah. And like that shot off. And it, it's, it's just sounded like a, a lift, being in a lift, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, yeah. And you, uh, again, like comments online where you just seen how the internet reacts. Yeah. And just the internet turned off for five minutes, really, yeah. or, or whatever, yeah. like, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but I think again the, the point with Sound Night it's something I made on the video we did a behind the scenes video um, uh, which you must go and check out which is really good it is good fun I think yeah. Just um, it's good to see all the behind the, the well, scenes stuff yeah and I asked a, a question to August Ackleitner um, on the importance of sound to a sports car which yeah. I think is interesting because he was head of the 911 production line for 18 years and um, oversaw the step change from naturally aspirated Carrera engines to turbocharged. Yeah. The big take-home message for me as an enthusiast is, I don't know about you, Andy, yeah. um, Porsche doesn't need to do sound night. There's no kind of corporate responsibility yeah. there or real commercial gain from it because ultimately if, if you hear an amazing car that's 
evidently an old one because all yeah. the old ones sound great you, you you know porsche doesn't really sell classics i know some classic centers do and whatnot but mm-hmm. you know you, you're going outside of the network for that yeah so i would argue there's not really a direct commercial um advantage to them doing it they just do it because they choose to yeah. again being run by petrol heads and i think that where electrification of cars will kind of um continue apace as we go on yeah I just think like the importance of sound night, it, it, it will take on more significance yes. and relevance yeah. rather than less. Yeah. You know, when we look back one yeah, day and go, bloody hell, cars used to sound like that. Yeah. That's yeah. mental. I mean, there'll never be another Carrera GT. No. You know? Yeah. So it was, it was important. And um, I think it's reflecting people like you watching it, Andy, you know, you're a yeah. massive enthusiast and you want to hear these cars that you might not otherwise hear anymore. Yeah. You know, no, it's great. Um, Fantastic evening. Excellent. Well, look, on that note, so I managed to get some recordings of the cars as they were warming up. Okay. I've got six. So yeah. six of the best. Mm, are they six? No, they're not six of the best. <laughs> <laughs> but six, six different sounds from yeah. the evening. So I thought, well, look, for, to kick off uh, episode one of Nineworks Radio, we can have a little quiz. With uh, you and people listening at home gonna test me yeah oh. so um and it's, it's really easy for me to say because i was there yeah um but my observation was all of the cars there were very well they they, it, they were carefully chosen and and really well executed in the decisions because they all sound quite different yeah you know um so we'll put that to the test if you okay. want yeah I'll, test me i'll name the cars like i'll, I'll say these are the, the following six cars and then you've just got to put no let's go in cold you want to go in cold yeah okay go in cold. excellent yeah i admire i admire your yeah. um let's see how we do your commitment so yes um joining at home on this as well so we're going to play some exquisite noises of just porsche engines and have a think and see what um See what you think. See what Excellent. model it is. So this is Porsche number one. Okay. From Sound Night. Okay. Close my eyes. Ready? Picture yep. it. This is 30 seconds of bliss. It's obviously air cooled. Do you, want, do you want the six or are you happy no, to No, let's there? go. Excellent. Okay. Uh, oh. <coughs> oh, do I? Well, I think that's, I don't know. Let's try it on this one. Okay. See if, I, if I'm close. Okay. Or whether, you, yeah, I'll let you judge it whether, okay. which way we should go. All right. So that's to me, sounds like early air cooled. So I'd say sort of pre-70s. No? Close, but close, but not winning. Mm. Uh, so later then, yeah. So it's the seventies. Oh, seventies. Yeah. Okay. One more guess. 
if, if you get it at home, by the way, absolutely reward yourself with double points. I know that there was a 70s, well, the first Turbo was yeah. there. But it didn't sound like Turbo. Yeah, but it, but it was. It, it was. Yes, okay. that was the first one. So that was the um, the Turbo that was given to... Louise Pieck. That's the one? That's, yes. That's the lady that I was looking for? Yeah. yeah well played, yeah. Okay. So that was the first ever 911 Turbo. Um, which okay. It sounded more carby, that did. Yeah, I mean... Again, it's difficult, you know, I yeah. can sit here and say, oh, no, well, it sounds like a turbo, but yeah, I, yeah. I was there, you know, and yeah. so it's, I, I could see what was going on. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think the 911 turbo, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you couldn't hear a turbo going off, could you, for no, example? No, like, you know? Yeah. Um, but they tend to have, like, a, a, a certain, uh, yeah... It's difficult. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It's yeah, yeah. it difficult. If if you got um, nine thirty turbo at home, yeah, I think we we give two points for that absolutely because yeah. that's that's nails. Well, that's a two point seven turbo, isn't it? It is. Yeah, but that, so yeah. that was a, a, a prototype, really, yeah. as the first narrow one. body with that crazy tartan interior tartan, and tartan stripes down the side yeah, as well. Yep. Um, yeah, and I've the seen that in the went up to ten k. Right, uh, which is pretty cool. It's cool. Yeah. You've seen it in the museum, by the yeah. way. I just think like that car because it's it's not just in Porsche's collection; it's in the Porsche family collection. Yeah, yeah. and I can literally, um, you know, imagine Louise Pieck driving that car, sort of thing. Yeah, and it's just yeah, it kind of blows my mind. Really, like it's a very very special car that's intrinsically linked to the, the Porsche family. Yeah. Um, very very cool. So yeah, obviously that it was um, it was the the two point seven engine that they put a turbo on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really cool. So that was that okay. one. All right, we'll stick with. You want to keep yeah, that in go, mind? Let's yeah? make it hard. Yeah, absolutely nails, Andy. All right, okay. So this is number two. Then, okay. Yeah, from Sound Night. German in the background. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's six cylinder again, isn't it? Sounds air cool. This is like that game, isn't it, where you, you have to go until you get the wrong answer. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm doing all right so far. So, so mean, was that my first guess then? Was that the... A little 901. No. Ah. But you are right in that it's air-cooled and a, a six, flat six yeah. boxer. Oh. Go on. I can't give you any clues. <laughs> so, oh no. Now, I remember there being a 959 there, but mm. was it the 959? It was, yeah. Yeah. See, I think the 959 has quite a unique sound. Yeah. So I, I feel like I would possibly get that one, but again, it's difficult because I was standing there. The yeah, yeah, you, and you 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 um, you memorise those sounds, don't you? Yeah, and add them to yeah. sort of visual banks. As yeah, it most is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, that was nine five nine. That was nine five nine. Yeah. Yeah, so turbine like, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah very much so. Um, so it, not fully air cooled. 
bit of water cooling in yes, there. Yes, that is the only air-cooled and water-cooled Porsche has yeah. been discovered. Um, and such a small cool. engine as well. Yeah, 2.85 2. 2. litres. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. It considering. is. I mean, it's derived from the 962. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, they, you know, realistically, for, like, the power they put out, they're kind of a s- small engine. And, yeah. and, and the 956 before it as well, even less, 2.65 litre yeah. car, you know. Nice, isn't Huge it? horsepower, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, God bless the turbo, basically, or yeah, turbocharging. absolutely. Um, mm. All right, okay, okay, yeah, so we'll give you that one. I'll say you got that. Mm, yeah, roundabout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hopefully somebody did better than I did. <laughs> yes, if you've got 959 at home, again, you yeah. double points because Andy's been very unkind and not let us say <laughs> what was there on the evening. Uh, right, okay, you ready for number three of six? Yep. Oh, it's a ratty old thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that could be a... Uh, Sketchy four banger. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an old uh, Audi LT engine in there. <laughs> it's got to be a. Is it uh, roll? Oh, the uh, was it a nine two four or nine four four rally it car? Was, yes. Yes. Yeah. Double points, Andy. So it was nine two four Carrera GTS rally car. It was yeah. Walter Roll's rally car. That's it. Um, from the nineteen eighty one. Um, I don't know what championship it was to be yeah. fair, but yeah, 1981 rally season. Um, I think he won a couple of rounds with it. Um, and what did he write in saying that had recently been restored? Yes, and presented to him. Yes, by yeah. surprise, which was yeah. pretty cool. Roland Kusmal, um was yeah, he, he headed up like the race department yeah. with uh, Jürgen Barth in like the 80s um, and the 90s. To be fair. He had a hand in the first GT3, uh, Kusmal. But yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, he presented it to him in, in a bit of a surprise. Which so that was his cool. pers- first Porsche race car, wasn't it? I don't know. You tell me. Is I that believe right? it was. Yeah, Excellent. that's the first, his first, first involvement with Porsche yeah. as a race car driver was in that car, I believe. Oh, Andy, tops. Yeah, yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. Um, well, yeah, you, you absolutely resoundingly got that one. So yeah, well done, sir. Look, um, an easy one, that one. Well, again, I think they've they've all sounded quite different so far. Yes, yeah. That one's very different. Yeah. Um, in being a four-banger, turbocharged as well, two-litre. Yeah. Right, number four. It's another air-cooled car. Yep. <laughs> is that it that's all I'm allowed that's think, all you've got yeah yeah okay. 17 seconds that was quick yeah yeah I didn't I get don't know. <laughs> is it is 17 seconds quick <laughs> <laughs> I would say so <laughs> uh, yeah think back to what you said earlier so that's the 901 is it it is yeah yeah. God, it sounded smooth. Yeah, yeah. Didn't it? I bet that's the smoothest 901 out there. Yeah. Chassis 57. God, that sounded really smooth. Yeah. 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 What a little sewing machine. Yeah. Gorgeous. Cool, isn't it? They're on yeah. Solex, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, the early ones. And then I think it was 67, they went to Weber. I'm getting confused. I know Zenith is in there. I think, the, didn't the T get Zenith carbs? 
you're out of my depth yeah sorry i think, I, think um, I need to brush up i think so i think so let's cars were proven unreliable so um porsche put webbers yep. on um but the 911t got zenith um if you're listening at home and you know that's absolutely wrong then please call us out on it with yeah we'll, we'll put it right <laughs> at some point um right okay penultimate one okay is this gonna be the easy one who knows <laughs> oh Would I be right in saying that that is maybe not actually a Porsche car? No, it is a Porsche car. Oh, it is a Porsche car. Yeah. Ah. I was convinced you were going to have Carrera GT as the last one, Mm. which obviously that isn't. Um, But that is a Porsche car. Sounds really different to all the other ones. Yeah. That we've had so far. Very different. And that would be because the old, well, all the ones we've had so far are all... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called so, by... Yeah, thank you very air, much. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Bit of a water called. So, yeah. So, would this be 3.6 or 3.4 display, dis, displacement? Displacement's 3.8. Okay. All right. Fish in there. Yeah. Water so, it wasn't there. Was it Sally from... It wasn't... No, no unfortunately not. not. 996. Yeah. Um, it's got to be something fairly special isn't it mm. or is it not not really did I miss this bit when I was watching it you might have done God. it might have come on the telly and you thought oh, I'm going to the loo for this bit not bothered oh, it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll give you one more clue okay um, so you might it didn't rev high right because uh, with PDK you can only rev up to 3k okay sitting still yeah so 997.2 the pdk no go on then it's 992 992 992 turbo s so they put that next to the 2.7 turbo louise px car quite underwhelming isn't it it is yeah it is Uh, and 100 percent maybe maybe that's why porsche don't have the new cars there after all i don't know but yeah that obviously it can't it can't rev past 3k yeah um God, I thought that because they did they have a Mercedes there that had a lot of Porsche E500, engineering, yeah. yeah. So I thought it was that, yeah. So it was that non distinct, that underwhelming, yeah. yeah. The E500 was all like induction noise as well, to yeah. be honest, like, yeah. yeah. But, um, God, yeah. blimey, quiet, quiet, yeah. Is the new stuff, yeah. Um, um, interesting that that have you heard any of well, you might have even been in one, I don't know yet. The new GTS, no, have you heard any of the noise that those makes no sounds pretty good does it yeah, yeah. okay nice yeah excellent really good especially uh i've listened to a few well watched a few sort of reviews so far yeah and they you've got the lightweight option yeah okay which gives you the buckets and then stripped out back and the thin glass at the back oh, amazing. and apparently that adds quite a lot to the um noise yeah. side of things and okay. from what i've heard on yeah. those videos yeah well that's sounds pretty amazing so we'll, we'll play a um a sound clip shortly from uh august Ackleitner. yeah um and as you pointed out earlier on he's quite big on sound from within the car yeah which does make sense but yeah we'll be testing the the gts in a couple of weeks but um i think you're in for a treat yeah well that sounds like well, you always are even aren't you? nearer to a gt3 in terms of 
you know, sound and whatnot. I know yeah. the GTS is turbocharged, but that it really does bridge the gap between the S and the GT3. Yeah, yeah. Um, excellent. All right, well, look, this is the last one from Sound Night. Okay, okay one quite, more to go. Quite, Sorry, quite I thought boring, we were done. Quite a boring one, so strap yourself in. So boring. <laughs> oh, there we go. There's the tingles. Doesn't it? You're not even there and you hear the tingles. You get the tingles. crazy that Amazing. the way that it rips up you know the size of the flywheel on those yeah it's like you could almost fit it in in your hands oh yeah like, you it's, know it's yeah it's just, 100%. it's, it's um, so small it's more like a bike flywheel it's just yeah crazy. yeah it's like you know it's like a saucer that you put your cup on basically yeah. do you know what i mean yeah um yeah and you, you can just tell like there's no weight to them and it's half the reason they're you know quite um difficult to what's it not stall yes essentially yeah, you know yeah particular way of driving um, and to get the bike point right um amazing yeah carrera gt sounds incredible CGT. doesn't it so yeah yeah, yeah that was yeah. i think the the undisputed star of the show from the road based but yeah definitely yeah. go on porsche's um, youtube channel have a watch of, of the sound night um live broadcast um check out the behind the scenes as well on on nine works tv where there's an interview with august Actliner, but we'll, we'll play a, a segment of that now if you like just love uh, to hear it yeah collared him for the evening and this is what he had to say regarding sound cool August Acklight now, thank you for joining us again today. How's retirement? Oh, quite busy <laughs> uh, because I have um, now, of course, more, more time for my own hobbies and projects and so on. And I'm a petrol head as, as well and three motorbikes and so on. And so I, I like uh, to have this time now to do what I want. And, and where you've had a, a little bit more time. Um, to maybe reflect on your career, particularly overseeing the 911 lineup that really flourished and evolved under your tenure. When you reflect, what's your kind of greatest achievement? I think this uh, took place uh, quite in the beginning because uh, the, the first uh, 911 project I really had been involved and responsible completely for had, had been the 997. And you, you remember this um, period when the 996 was in production and with the time, the people were not so happy with their styling, with their, with their outlook. And um, from the economic point of view, one of the biggest steps for Porsche had been uh, to introduce um, a second variant of the, of the 911, the S model. Yeah. Because, um, of course, most of, the, of our customers, they, they choose the S. And of course, for us, there's more money made with the S model. And with uh, this uh, introduction of the S and 4S and so on, we did a big step in, in our economic results. And this had been very important on the one hand for the future of the 911 because uh, we uh, could uh, invest the money for the next generation again. Yeah. Uh, with uh, all the technology steps like VTG for the turbo and so on and overall PDK. Yeah. Uh, PDK is one in my opinion is one of the biggest steps in the history of the 911 yeah and on the other hand um, to to make much money for third or even fourth product line like the like the cayenne or macan afterwards mm. and today of course also take as you rightly point out the 997 returned the 911 to a traditional aesthetic then the 991 came along 
obviously there's a difference between the Gen 1 and the Gen 2 cars with the turbocharged engine. At what point did you realise for the Carrera derivative of 911 that turbocharging was inevitable? Um, well, in this um, time, let me say beginning of the of the eight uh, of the 2010 about, we had been in heavy internal discussion um, how to uh, develop the the 911 in the, into the future. Yeah. Um, should we stay with the normal aspirated engine, or should we choose to the turbocharged? And we we are. Within our company, we are ourselves the biggest 911 fans. So every everyone loved the 911, but uh, with its um, normal aspirated one. But we we saw the necessity to to introduce a turbocharged and uh, in displacement reduced engine um, to uh, to reduce the fuel um, consumption. And um, so finally, after many, many discussions, we decided we do the step to the turbocharged engines, but they have to, to give a feeling like a normal aspirated one. Yeah. Of course, it's very difficult. You heard today also in the Soundnacht, uh, because the turbocharger um, eliminates a part of these um, uh, exhaust flow through the exhaust system. But I think it managed quite well because the engines rev up like a normal aspirated one and they react very sudden and this is exactly what we want to have. Historically, people have suggested the 911 Turbo is a little quiet. With the Carrera, that's never been the case. Yeah, this had been very important. On the one hand, of course, we have to fulfill all um, legal requirements concerning uh, um, emissions and, and sound and, and um, let me say noise. Simultaneously our um, especially our experts from the acoustic department they learned a lot how to create a good sound especially in the interior of the car for turbocharged cars and the best result in my opinion is the new 992 turbo because in, in the past we never could offer um, a sport exhaust system for a turbo yeah. because we didn't know uh, we didn't know how to differentiate this special exhaust system from from a um, standard one and this um, in the meantime they they know how to do it and we are quite happy about and fortunately I had the chance to drive a 992 turbo for two days um, just before this event today. Uh, to learn again how this uh, production car now feels and it's just great. It's great to see you like, still so enthusiastic about the cars as well, you know. Thanks very much for your time this evening at Soundnacht. Thank you too. Thank, Thank you. you too. Almost a bit of admission there about the turbo sounding a little bit. <sighs> I think, yeah, historically, I think he's he's definitely more pleased with the, the new one. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, I agree. I think the new Turbo S, I know on the sound night. Sound night, it just, sounded it a bit underwhelming. Yeah, yeah I mean, it Probably only, because of the 3000 limit. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's got a hand tie behind its back, yeah. really. Um, but yeah, out on the road, the 992 is the first water-cooled turbo that has a decent soundtrack to it yeah. out of the box. You know, a lot of, a lot of um, water-cooled turbos go down the route of uh, an aftermarket system. Yeah. So that's good. But I, I wonder I, what the secret is. Well, yeah, yeah. No, it's probably just in a glass. <laughs> but he, 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 again, you know, spoke a lot about um, the importance of acoustics from the inside. Yeah. Um, and I think just 
another really good takeaway point there was uh, the emphasis he put on the importance of PDK in terms of like the 9-11's evolution and like yeah. technical evolution. Um, yeah, in, in saying that sales of the early 997s gave them the money to, to really look into that and bring yeah. it back for 997.2. Yeah, it was interesting what we were saying about the S models. Yeah, yeah, cash kind of, cow. Yeah, real cash cow. Yeah. yeah. Porsche's really good at making hay while the sun shines, quite evidently. Yeah. And um but yeah, it, you know, it's the PDK is is um, chastised mate, in some quarters. Yeah. Um just for, you know, just because it's not a manual. Yeah. Which is kind of nuts really. I mean, it's a phenomenal technology. Um and yeah, the you know, former head of the nine level production line is has put that much emphasis on it he thinks it's like a real kind of line in the sand moment for the nine yeah. eleven. So um yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Good. So that was sound well, night. Great night at sound night. How was the trip over there and back? Excellent, yeah. So we took a, a Cayenne hybrid. Oh, did you? Yeah. How was that? Um yeah, it was good. It's not the it's not the vehicle to go like hopping across continent really. I was, um, I was really grateful to the guys at Porsche GB yeah. for giving us the car. But yeah, I mean, why do you say not? Well, I mean, it's like best MPG was like I, th- I think I scraped twenty four going like That's still all right for that. Isn't you, it a big old petrol. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah petrol and whatnot. Yeah, Obviously, it's a it's massive a lump, big old barge. Yeah, yeah. but. Um, I think, and a lot of people on Instagram commented about it and said, well, that's crap like that, that you know, don't return. And I think it's because... Um, isn't that missing the point of those sort of things, though, isn't it? Because you can drive that in full electric mode. Is yeah. it plug-in electric? It is, yeah. So, so you can go into the city. So you can whatnot. do 30 miles full electric? Um, I think it's 24. 24. Yeah. So that, that allows you to go to work and back if you're in a... 12 mile yeah which most people are yeah so majority of the time when you're doing your commute you do electric yeah but then you've got full full power car that can fill up and do that continental trip Uh, yeah i think this we should missing it no i I think you're right and i think the the i think a lot of people are there's a how do i sorry because this is i'm waffling but um i think there's a common misconception yeah with those cars because it has the name e-hybrid right people think oh it's going to be amazing yeah for for mpg but actually yeah it i think what the hybrid element does is just adds that kind of layer of dexterity yes in terms of what it can do and its output it's it's not a miracle worker it's not yeah yeah so many times i get people going does your car recharge itself when you drive it it's not freaking miracle you know <laughs> it's not a miracle yeah there's, yeah there's physics involved in this and yeah to get forward propulsion you've got to use energy and that yeah you can't recharge that yeah all right it does recharge when you regenerative really breaking yeah but i think a lot of people you know that aren't that savvy on physics yeah um think that there's cars out there that magically generate power as they're yeah, driving along yeah. and it's like Come on, guys. See, it is, it is funny. So um, you, at first, you get fixated on like the, um, there's like the meter at the bottom yeah. that tell you when you're using e-power and then when you're like harvesting power from the brakes yeah. and just like regen, basically. And it swings to and fro and, and you kind of, you keep an eye on it and then after a while you think, oh, I just don't care. I'm just yeah, trying just to get, get from A to B, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, going across Europe, it managed to regen three miles in seven hours, which, yeah, yeah I don't know. Is that, is it good or bad? Like, <laughs> but yeah, I think, again, I think that's the, the common thing 
is is that misconception where you go oh e-hybrid so i'm expecting it to start 60 with a miles. four or a five <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. at minimum yeah considering yeah. like the weight of the car um it depends you know as as we'll know with your car it depends on um the tool for the job if you don't touch that hybrid system at all then you're just lumping extra yeah, weight across absolutely. europe and then it's yeah. redundant it's com- yeah. the whole concept superfluous but um yeah actually it i found the more time i spent with that car the more i was blown away by it and bonded with it yeah honestly yeah. because it was great and you know for bits around town just yeah full electric no problem yeah absolutely great it'd be nice to have a little bit more electric range Yes. You yeah. know, so I was quite won over by it, but evidently you are quite a bit more down the line in terms of the hybrid situation than I am. Are you not? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I've, while we've been on break, yeah. um, my beloved Audi A2 has gone um, and I made a purchase of an i3. So a very similar car in similar shape, as similar well, shape right? yeah. and yeah, the, the way it does stuff. Um, I always think that both were very much ahead of their time. And I really think that now I've been, you know, I've had the i3 for about four or five weeks now. Yeah. And um, phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. For what I need it for, it's so fit for purpose. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Talk us through like the powertrain then. So like what what is it? What's yeah, it so mine is a, an older i3. So it's like the first generation in effect. Um, it's the smallest battery that they came in. Um, they ca- actually came in three different batteries. Mm-hmm. So the one I have is 80 mile range. There's another one that's uh, 120, 130, and then there's a 200 miler range. Yeah. Um, so it's the latest ones have got the 200 mile. Um, on the at least the first two generations and some of the early three generations, they have the additional. Um, engine which yeah. is called the range extender um so i thought that's what yours was mine's a range extender yeah right, so i've okay. got that that option was ticked on the on the box I think it's a few grand extra yeah and that's basically a 650 cc scooter engine yeah that's got an alternator attached to the side of it um <laughs> and basically that's what you're carrying around is a small generator in the mm. back of the car mm. so when you're driving it say you i mean like for me um most of my mileage is within 40 miles on a day-to-day basis so i just plug it in when i get home from work it's ready the next morning fantastic um to go and it's full and it's you know it's which has been bloody amazing the last few days (laughs) (laughs) obviously where everybody's queuing for petrol (laughs) i just plug it in so yeah um but yeah what that range extender allows you to do is to do a longer journey so say i want to go up to london yeah. for a night or something which is what an hour and a half from here yeah so it's sort of 100 miles yeah um so i wouldn't quite get there on electric um but due to time constraints i don't want to stop at a charge station and you know wait half an hour to get the electricity that i need yeah um it's got a two gallon petrol tank which gives me another 90 miles electric range spot on so is so is your car because i introduced it as a hybrid yeah, it's not technically a hybrid. It's, it's, it's an electric car with a petrol engine. Yeah, it's an electric car with a generator powered by a petrol engine. Yeah. So with a generator. It, which so, almost <laughs> does do that. We've come full circle, Andy. Yeah. So we, electric cars were built to solve the problem of the traditional combustion engine car. Yeah. And now your electric car yeah. um, has a generator which is powered by a petrol engine. It is, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Damn. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so, but so. 
it's not hybrid, but it is really. Yeah, it's, it, uh, I think definition of a hybrid is that the petrol engine is attached to the wheels. Right, okay. And you've got electric power to the wheels as well. Yeah. Where mine isn't. Yeah. The engine is only connected to a charging system yeah. to power the battery. Yeah. It's probably not the most efficient way of doing it. Yeah. But it helps with that sort of range anxiety and it works for what i want it to do fantastic and, and it's sort of getting me over that range anxiety yeah thing so you know was it bad when you first got it the range anxiety or yes it was yeah? yeah okay yeah definitely yeah it was worried about it because i think when you drive a petrol car you never know how good the petrol gauge is mm. so you know you get down to 30 miles 40 miles left and you're starting to get a bit of a sphincter moment aren't you yeah, like oh is it, 20p how, especially if you don't know the car how yeah. good is the pet how good is the gauge yeah you know, we've all been there and run out before <laughs> where we thought we had a little bit left but we haven't <laughs> so in an electric car that you know when you say when i've got 80 miles of range once you've used half of it your petrol mine is going oh shit yeah. really i need i'm getting a bit uncomfortable with this yeah i should be getting to a petrol station yeah oh it's electric so no, I can't. And that feels all a bit wrong. Yeah. But as the more you drive it, the more you trust that what it says is what you're actually going to happen. So right. I, I've, you know, I've pulled up on the drive with one mile left and now feel confident that mm. I can do that. And it's, it's no dramas. Yeah. I know um, the, the range, it's all completely variable depending on, you know, load on the car, what's Absolutely, going on, yeah. et cetera. But yeah. like, broadly speaking you know, is the car intelligent enough to understand that and give you like the mean value of it? So it is, yes. is a mile a mile of range. It, it, it does, it end, does change. Yeah. You know, it, it does. Um, but you, you know, once you're down to your last 10 miles of range, yeah. you kind of ease off a little bit and think, oh, Turn the radio how far, off. <laughs> yeah. Well, how far have I got to go? And do I need to be sensible? Or I, yeah. yeah. So it allows you to, yeah. to do that gauge, but it's much more reliable and accurate than a petrol yeah uh, gauges Petrol gauge right yeah. okay Interesting. so that that really sort of doubles the range really because yeah. now 80 miles doesn't sound as small as it did on in electric in a p petrol car yeah because you always felt like you have to leave at least 40 miles in the tank to yeah. be sure yeah um but now i don't feel that so 80 miles feels like 80 miles rather than i, I think does that, that make sense brilliant andy yeah and i think that's the sweet spot. again with that cayenne i just felt um it's 20 it's 40 kilometers so it's 24 yeah. miles um yeah a mile didn't really equal a mile yeah um of range so it, it did disappear quite quickly and i just thought if there and you know we're a few evolutions of ee hybrid or Porsche yeah. e hybrid down the line now and I, I just i don't know why and i'm not technician i don't know why there's not more range been instilled in those because if it had even say 80 miles yeah or something comparable to yours which is probably not far off a 50 50 split then yeah um that that is the answer to everybody's problem yeah to me. what's interesting is the battery in that kn probably isn't much different to the battery that's in my i3 right but the amazing thing with the i3 is how little it weighs for an electric car. Yeah. So it has a, an aluminium chassis. It's like a body-on frame, really, going back to the old horse Seriously? and cart days. yeah, okay. <clears throat> so you've got an aluminium chassis that's got the battery and the motor and everything in it. And then on top, you've got a carbon fibre um, frame. 
That's and then it's all plastic body sh- body panels on top. Yeah. Um, I think that it's around about 1,300, 1,400 kilos, which I know sounds meaty. But not for an, but a, not an, for electric, an electric car. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much that KN weighed. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, two tonne, isn't it? Got to be. Yeah. And uh, we obviously know that the Taycan weighs an absolute mm. load, as does all the Teslas and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's what's brilliant about the i3 is it's lightweight. It's got that range, but it's got the extender, and I can charge it on a three-pin plug overnight. I was going to say you do use the three-pin, didn't you? Which yeah. I so I haven't had hilarious. to buy. A, I haven't had to buy a charger. Yeah. So they're. I think they start at four hundred quid, up to about a thousand pounds to have a um, a faster charger yeah. at home. Um, but yeah, I just charge it overnight on the on three-pin plug. It's brilliant. It's just like your phone, but with wheels. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just it's fitted into lifestyle. Yeah, really well. But I think I'd, what I'd really like to do is you to have a go in it, see what you think to it. You up for it? Yeah, amazing. Do you fancy a go? One hundred percent. Yeah, let's cool. do it. Let's go in your electric hybrid, <laughs> petrol pe- pe- thing, petrol, petrol electric hybrid. Yeah, it's got. I haven't got any petrol in it at the moment. <laughs> really? So you won't yeah. be able to. You won't be able to try the petrol bit out. <laughs> yeah. Um, it. Last time I came back from London a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I ran out the petrol in the last bit, and I haven't filled it up. I'm off to put it back in. Obviously, I haven't felt like I should do yeah, <laughs> at the moment yeah, because yeah. Uh, everybody else needs petrol much more than I do. Well, so let's go for a drive, um, yeah. and maybe let's just drive past the petrol station for a little bit of um, moment of Shorden Shorden Ford. Yeah, you, just give you can, a wave. Maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been feeling very smug all week. Yeah. Every time you go past the petrol car, you're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, let's go try let's it out. Do it, right. If you're enjoying our content, there's even more to discover on nineworks.co.uk with original multimedia content uploaded daily. Here we go, Andy. This is like going back a few weeks, isn't it? We've changed seats. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, Last like, time we did this, like, yeah. I was in the driver's seat. Yes, of a big old Cayenne, and now we're in your modern day A2. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, There's I've so got, many similarities. I've got the keys. Yeah, we're good to go. Awesome. Cool. So, um, the first thing I noticed, the sill, when you get in, is like so chunky, isn't it? Yeah. For a little car. You Have know? you seen what it is? It's carbon fibre material, yeah. so you can actually see the weave in it. Yeah. Mate, that is wicked. Yeah. And like the interior is pretty cool as well. So you've got like a um, brown leather, yeah, which okay. is naturally... Um, Apparently, they use olive skins to dye it. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, all this stuff is sort of recycled material, but it's really okay. honest to what it is. Yeah. Um, I think that's hemp and sort of... Like, Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, interesting materials. And then like a wood dash, yeah. it feels like your lounge, really. Well, it? I think especially where, you know, with the hemp and that, yeah, and you're right that this car is ahead of its time because, I mean, Porsche started kind of using that on certain elements of the cars. Whereas, yeah. you know, this is, what, five years old? Uh, yeah, this is uh, 2016. Yeah, these okay. actually came out in 2013. So, so yeah, so the first yeah you design yeah. is yeah 10 yeah. years old now. That's yeah, really cool. I like it. Um, seat position feels good. Yeah, to be honest with you, like yeah, comfy seat for a start, but like it, it's not right on the floor. But I don't feel like completely like in the air either. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you are sat quite high because mm. uh, you're above the batteries and things. But um, well, you'll find out yeah. that it doesn't feel like you are when you're actually driving. You don't feel like you're in a topsy-turvy type no machine. not at all this I, I assume you've like had this is adjustable the wheel because it's like it's right in front of me which is exactly yep. where i like it yeah pulled all the way yeah out. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. So start button is flashing at me. So do you That's hit it, yeah. that? Press that. Oh, the future. Has, yeah, it even has the sound that says you're in a lift. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to turn the fan down. Okay. Because you don't want that coming out. So this is it. So uh, park off. Yeah, that's your handbrake. Um, and then, so this is quite like a US yeah. car, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it almost feels here. like, yeah, like the old uh, shifter, doesn't it, on yeah, the steering wheel? hanging off the steering yeah. wheel column. So that's it. And we're... That's it, and we're away. We are in motion, Andy. Right, okay. Where do you reckon? Now I'm right or left? Let's Whichever go. Whichever you fancy. Right. What's the ground clearance like? Okay. Yeah, all good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because that would be not yeah. a great stuff. I've got lowering springs in the garage to go on it, Have actually. You? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't you say previously in off air that um, that's kind of a common thing for people to do? Just yeah. to help the um, handling out a bit? So or? it's got spacers fitted on it already. Okay. Um, so you space the wheels out a little bit because they're very sat in the arches. Yeah. Um, and that changes the handling quite a bit, actually, okay. weirdly. Yeah. Um, because the tyres are so narrow and it, it really does push the the, the wheels out. And um, yeah. the steering becomes less darty. Oh, okay. So, so it's quite darty as standard. Yeah. Um, so you'll find that it's very direct, the steering. Yeah. Um, basically, a quarter turn gives you a 90 degree Oh, turns so you, yeah. you don't have to feed the wheel on this oh, so the first thing i've seen there we've come to a junction i've taken my foot off the accelerator oh, so you felt the regenerative braking well the car has stopped so this you really need to is, is a one pedal car it is yeah Excellent. absolutely um i also have a fact as well considering this is the porsche and car podcast uh, the wheels on the i3 are made by fuchs are they really yes they are oh, yeah. Very good, very good link. Tenuous, but yes, good. tenuous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Always on point, Andy. Yeah. So yeah, again, coming up to a junction, I've just let off the accelerator, not touched the brake. Look at that. We have literally. It just comes to, to a, a halt, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, you do need to use the brakes in a sort of emergency situation, or if you're driving a bit harder. But yeah. in general usage, uh, yeah, you can modulate the speed and and basically drive it one foot. Yeah. Um, which is very relaxing in jams and things like that i like that actually I, I conversely i think a one pedal car offers a little bit more engagement than a two pedal yeah because it's not just stop go stop go yeah um yeah it just encourages you to think a bit more whoa i tell you what as well that steering that yeah that, that yeah that's the, it's direct it's, isn't it it's sharp yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so so I've got a little rattle in the dash. You might have noticed that the glove box is missing at the moment. Yeah. So in true engineer style I'm taking the, the car apart, trying to find the rattle. <laughs> I've not found it yet, but uh, I Style will. it out, Andy. It's just it's the Vysat pack. It doesn't yeah. come with a glove box. Lightened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's give it a mash, shall we? Yeah, go for it. Oh, there we go. Whoa, bloody hell, Andy. Yeah. It's pretty feisty, isn't that it? It is, yeah. Very much so. I was surprised by how much we were kind of thrown back there. Yeah. Um... And yeah, again. as a passenger, you uh, you do get thrown yeah. thrown back if you're taken unawares. Oof, yeah. It's not Taycan-y, but it lifts its skirt and off it goes. Yeah, it? it does. Yeah, I like it. It's um, it's like you know the Taycan. You can do that launch thing, and that's just freaking mental, isn't it? Yeah. Just craziness. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have like because it's got a small contact area tire-wise because they are ludicrously thin. I think they're one seven fives on the back, one five fives at the front. Yeah, but they're like twenty inch, aren't they? Yeah, like twenty insane. inch. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, when you like mash your foot to the floor, yeah. you don't get that initial grip. Yeah. Um, so it, it's throttled back quite a bit with the traction control and that. Yeah, it does. It definitely you do feel that. Yeah, you definitely do feel it. Um, but it, once it's rolling, so if you mash it 
like anywhere from sort of 20 onwards yeah that's where you feel that torque lift and just yeah yeah propels you past everything on the road i mean you can literally well you even though it's not got launch control you can drag race any combustion car it's um it's firm it's not too firm but it's yeah it's it's not a softly sprung car is it no it's um it handles really well it's quite amazing a right-hander oh andy yeah you can see what i was saying about the steering in that you didn't need much steering to get around that there's not 90 degree turn not a lot of lock on that at all yeah there we go. Is that, that might even be the first time we've used the brake there. It's getting a bit happy with the accelerator. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a dodgem. So what do you think to the sound of it? Yeah, I don't mind. It's not as vocal as a Taycan, just yeah. kind of going off the like, other or more recent electric car that you and I have been in. Yeah, this um, one doesn't have any sound generation at all. Yeah, but I quite like that yeah, because I it's do. honest. Yeah. You know? It does have a little... Um, if I was to open the window, I don't know if we can hear it. Probably not because it's raining outside, so... But if, you, if we were to go along and it wasn't there wasn't water on the road, you hear a little... The motor okay. spoiling up. Yeah, yeah. The only um, like perceptible noise is is kind of rolling tire noise. but yes. they, There's not a lot of it. No. Particularly like for us as Porsche guys, all we know is yes. rolling tire noise. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the one pedal stop again. It's pretty yeah. cool, that isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I tell you what, as well, vision is awesome. Yes. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like forward anyway, yeah, no, yeah. going back, so it's pretty nice as well. Yeah, it, fe- it feels like a small car as well, but like it doesn't feel, you know, sometimes when you drive a small car and it just feels like a gnat. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, it's actually actually quite big. Yeah. I think it's the um, the twenty inch wheels that make the car look small. Yeah. Uh, from an outside, but uh, I took a photo of it parked next to my nine nine three. I don't know if you've seen that photo. Yeah. But yeah. the 993 looks absolutely minuscule next yeah, to it. It does, it does. But, I mean, this, like, we're sat so far back from the windscreen. Yeah. Um, the dashboard itself is, you know, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's deep. It's getting on for, like, I don't know, <laughs> three quarters, three quarters of a metre or something. Yeah, you, you could know? Get, a, get small family cars, oh, yeah, didn't yeah, they? exactly. You could have a banquet off of this. <laughs> um, but, like, build quality, I think, is, is really good. Yeah, personally, I know you've taken the glove box off because you're looking for a rattle. But yeah, one little rattle. You're Mr. Fastidious. And that. I think that's um, you know you wouldn't even notice it on a normal car. Yeah. Um, because you'd have a rattly engine. Yeah. Cranking away, um, but where you've got nothing, no c- noise, the tiniest little rattle seems big. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's great, Andy. It's absolutely awesome. Why? Um, why did you go for the i3 then? Um. I just saw it as the next step from my A2, yeah. which I, you know, was years ahead of its time. Yeah. Um, it came into my sort of budgetary requirements. Yeah. So you've got a 15 mile drive to work every day. Is it? Yeah, 10, 15, 10, um, 10, 15 miles. Normally, I yeah. pop to a couple of suppliers on the way, which sort of deviates me off here and there. Yeah. So I probably do uh, 25 to 30 miles a day. Yeah. Is my sort of average commute in and out of work. Um, so yeah, it works perfectly for that. Yeah, you know, I could do two days on the battery if I wanted to, but it's much. You could just get into the natural habit of yeah. when you get home, 
you plug it in um, and apparently these have got really good battery management on them okay um, so what the range happens won't drop too much, no like. what happens is it charges the battery each night and then once it's charged say it's finished charging at 3 a.m yeah it then spends the next four or five hours doing its battery management which sorts out all the cells um, and makes sure that they're all in tip-top condition yeah um, it's, it's battery conditioning isn't it yeah that's it yeah it's all about you know, I, I th- there was a really interesting thing I read about um, battery charging you know like on your mobile phone there's just this little turn in there oh yeah well played but, but use the brakes for that one then yeah, Andy that's <laughs> um, yeah like you know your mobile phone it charges up to sort of 80% really quickly doesn't it yeah it's the same with a car battery um, and the way that that was described in this particular article that I was reading was that it's a bit like um, a multi-storey car park. Think of your battery as a multi-storey car park. Yeah. The first 80% of people that come into a car park, they just drive in and drive straight into a space. Yeah. Park up, boom, done. The last 20% have got to drive in and go looking for those spare spots ah, in amongst all the longer. others and that takes longer so that's yeah. going to take much longer and that's exactly what battery charging is doing it's the same thing right, in sort yeah. of theory is okay. that's why the last 20 percent takes so much longer yeah a good analogy which yeah yeah really interesting sense. i thought amazing stop on there done pedal relaxes there we go Andy, awesome. I'm so impressed. is that your, that's not your first, ele- no, because you've driven Taycans and things, haven't you? Yeah, but. So not your first I, electric what, car experience. No, I wasn't, um, how can I turn those, no, I've, I've <laughs> 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 it's a classic when you okay. don't know what you do with the instruments. Um, when we went out in the Taycan, I said, yeah, it's a great product, but yeah. it doesn't solve a problem. I think the problem with electric cars is, we are having to adjust our lifestyles to fit to the technology rather yeah. than the technology serving our lifestyle. This serves the purpose. Yeah, like, it fits my purpose. Yeah, yeah, you have not had to change your lifestyle in any way, shape or form. No. Do you know what I mean? The best so bit is I don't, I don't have to go to petrol stations anymore, yes. which is obviously has been amazing the last few days. Without a doubt, yeah. without a doubt. And, and so, so this, um, to me, becomes a completely viable answer yeah. to the problem, yeah. you know? So I think what you need to do if you're going to think about electric is you need to think, does it actually fit in with what you need? Yeah. And yeah. I did a lot of research. That I, uh, There's um, lots of differences on these i3s in the tax situation. Yeah. Um, so I did a lot of research and made sure I brought the right car. So if you buy a, anything up to 2006, end of 2016, early 2017, it's free tax, whatever yeah. it is whether it's a range extender, whatever. After March 2017, it all goes to rats. So if it's a range extender, you pay £145 a year car tax on it because of the way the regulations change. If the car was over 40 grand list price, and lots of these were, they were expensive cars when they were new, um, you pay luxury car tax for the first five years, which is another 500 quid. So, you know, if you... This car, I don't pay any tax on it. If I'd bought the same car and a few months older, I'd have been paying £545 tax yeah. a year. Right, okay. So, yeah, do your research, yeah. really do your research. Timing's important, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm really impressed, Andy. Like I say, it, it solves a problem. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's, it's viable for me. Um, absolutely fantastic on that. 
And I think just going back to what we were saying like with the Cayenne and that earlier, I think, again, that it you could roll on just e-power. You could then have the hybrid mode, which, again, it will flip between the two. It's really good. Um, you put it in Sport or Sport Plus. I mean, yeah. it sounded amazing, that petrol motor, yeah. um, six-cylinder yeah. in... in in sport plus so you kind of you you do get a bit of everything there and whether people were commenting on my instagram when i put up a picture of the mpg yeah at 24 and they said oh you know you could go across europe in a gt3 and yeah. get the same well yeah of course you could but then the gt3 couldn't then roll around town on e-power yeah um in yeah. the interim so that opened my eyes this to me I just, I just kind of blown me away really but as you say it it needs to be um compatible with your own individual lifestyle. Yeah, so I mean, it wouldn't something. work for you, would it? No, no. No, because you're doing more unusual days. You've not got a usual day. Yeah, with big yeah. miles, you know, yeah. and that's where fuel and splash and dash uh, in a normal world yeah. works, you know, yeah. but for, for what you do, then it's it's, it's absolutely perfect. the answer. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, wow, what, what a revelation to end the show. Yeah. Excellent. Interesting vehicle, eh? It's been brilliant. Thanks for letting me drive the i3, Andy. No worries. Um, hope you, I hope you insured. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly that. We um we hope you at home have enjoyed the episode as well. Yeah. This is absolutely the sort of stuff that you can expect from us going forward. So lots going on in each episode. Yeah. Um, by the same token, if there's something that you'd really like us to cover, then get in contact. Yeah, any ideas for, for good content would be well appreciated. We're yeah. up from it, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, from the front two seats of Andy's new i3, thanks for listening to Nineworks Radio. Excellent. See you next week. Excellent. This episode is brought to you by our very kind Patreons. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to join them in supporting us, you can do so at www.patreon.com backslash 9worksradio.